0: So in my weekly tech newsletter, I included this week an article that there's a lady who trains artificial intelligence, and I read the paint names previously. Well, she did one for cat names, and she said, first, neural net can do fancy. Taffeta, pom-pom-pour, monocle, tom-glitter, notion, tinnitus, cheesemonger, and M. Tinklesby Linklater soap. These are all cat names that her neural network came up with for, uh, based on the training she provided. What was the last one? M. Tinklesby Linklater Soap. <laughs> That's beautiful. It can also do the opposite of fancy. Gangrene. Moisture. I- grotesque. Petard. Oil bag. buttwig.
1: What <laughs> <laughs> would you want? The
0: cream. <laughs> the cream. Meat bag. Fudge Putty. (laughs) No! Scumbag, Constipation, and Butt, B-U-T-T, in capital letters. (laughs) Why? It can also do names ranging from tough to downright sinister. Miss Vulgar. (laughs) Lilith the Vamp. L Fury. Deadbolt. Romeo of Darkness. Star Maker. (laughs) Romeo of Darkness. Warning Signs. (laughs) Bibles Smoked. The Firestarter. Higher Rune. Scarlet Be Thy Coat. Kill All Humans.
2: (laughs) Kill All Humans. Bones
0: of the Master. Mr. Sinister. Mm. Evil Whispers. Spawn. Serendipitous Kill. Mm. And Stranglehold. I'm a particular fan of the very weird cat names Honey String, Doctor Leg, Tom Noodle, Pinball Scene. This is all one word, peanut butter jiggles. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling a lie. Beep boop (laughs) (laughs) Thoughts Bobble Bun Atmosphere You name it Whiskery Doo. And Sparky buttons. Sparky buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Whiskery do. Seemingly, this guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The next male cat we have is going to be named this guy.
0: Various authors. (laughs) Chicken whiskey. Chicken whiskey. Fish, especially. Thelonious Monsieur. (laughs) Ringo shuffles. (laughs) Sweet cakes. Yes. This one is Extas, E X T A S, and then in parentheses, (laughs) Eye Stalks. (laughs) Eye (laughs) Stalks. Checker Spin Donut Quinn. Two Pats Grandpa. He Glad. (laughs) He Glad. (laughs) Here's one Funky (laughs) Moe. Yes. (laughs) Fluttering Feelers. Accepted a Tribute. Chewy Bean. Please, also in all caps. And Gregory Chimney. And then here's a notable product legend, Weird Science Platinum. (laughs) And not suitable for character, The Enforcer. So basically she she ran through pictures of the cats and then this AI just made up names for the cats based on the pictures. I just love that. And she has a link to uh, more cat names. But yeah, just uh, if you check out AIweirdness.com, she chronicles the various experiments that so she's done with AI to come up with just weird stuff.
3: Have you ever seen the um, Japanese commercial for jelly beans? No. It's interesting. Japanese are odd.
0: Yes, they are.
4: What's up, Snackers? Do you like dice? I sure do. I like dice so much that I even got my dice from DiceEnvy.com. It's this really cool website that sells all kinds of really cool dice like plastic dice or if you're an actual cool person, nope. metal dice too. <laughs>
2: They're not plastic, they're acrylic.
4: I said acrylic, (laughs) even though what you heard was plastic. You can buy acrylic dice, but if you're a real cool person, you can even buy metal dice. And if you're an even super duper cool person, I'm not there yet, you can get even wood dice, which is really cool, as I already said, probably a whole bunch of times. What's even cooler is if you go to our show notes, you can follow our special link to the DiceNV.com website, and if you buy your dice from there, you can be the ultra maximum supreme cool person, and part of the proceeds from that sale will be donated to us, which we can then use to improve this show for your listening pleasure. In addition, we're also kind of supported by BattleBards.com, which is a really neat website that allows you to download and use to purchase and use a whole bunch of cool sound effects that help augment your games whether it be for your own podcasts or for your own games with your own friends or imaginary friends. I'm not judgmental. And now our Dungeon Master has the actual information that you need to know.
0: Yep. BattleBards will give you streaming access to sounds so you can just play them directly from the website during your games. You'll also have access to tools that you can use to put those sounds together in Soundscapes. And if you use our Special discount code of STACK. You'll get 20% off a Prime membership. Check them out. BattleBards.com
2: All right. There's lots of different ways that you guys can contact us. You can find us on both Instagram and Twitter at stackodice. You can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And check out our wiki at vardalon.fandom.com.
0: We also accept letters by Pigeon. And stackers, she called you guys. I did. I'm done. That means you're in. You're friends. (laughs) Last week, we shared a trailer from another podcast. And this week, we're going to share another one. This is the Happy-Go-Lucky show. It's a family-friendly group based in Pittsburgh. And they actually have a different kind of game. It's not Dungeons & Dragons. It's another system. But they play through a historical fiction game uh, set in, I think, the 1800s, Pennsylvania uh, at the time of a coal strike. Very interesting, very informative, and very fun. Check them out, and here's what they have to say.
2: Hey, everybody, this is Daniel. Josh. Mason. We're the Nichols family. Hey, we produce a podcast every week that's uh, family-friendly. Well, the setting for season one is actually Centralia, PA,
0: uh, where we fictionalize very real events in life that led up to the devastating mine fires
2: that continue to burn today. We've got uh, a whole story world that's building up from there, and uh, we hope that you'll come visit us at Happy-Go-Lucky. It's L-U-K-K-Y. We hope to see you there.
0: For our question this time, I just wanted to open it up to the players to ask me a question, and I may or may not be able to answer it, but feel free to ask me a question.
4: Does Peter die? That is the little only thing I care about.
0: I told you I might not be able to answer the question. Then I have no questions. <laughs> no further <laughs> questions, Your Honor.
4: <laughs> How long does it take for
3: you to um, edit one episode on average?
0: Oh, my goodness. We've been over this so many. I feel like people are going to switch us off for me answering this. Uh, Basically, it equates to about eight hours per hour of recording time mm. so yeah it's it's a Meredith has called it a labor of love. It is every bit of that, yeah, it's a long time, a lot of time spent on the weekends. basically, we're recording on a Friday for this episode for the last episode that's gonna go out on a Monday, so I basically am gonna burn through at least eight hours tonight, tomorrow, and part of Sunday. To, uh, to get the episode prepped and ready to go.
2: Trying sure, to think of something like we haven't already like, covered a billion times.
0: Why did you kill Thump? You've already asked your question. <laughs> Mom, ask this question. I would feeling that's going to be one that he's
2: not going to be able to answer, though. Yeah, I
0: know. Yeah, I don't want to give away Yeah, story.
2: I'm um, <laughs> not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to feed that flame.
0: Yeah, you know, please don't. Oh, you're going to ask about Chiswick? Yep. No. So what's Chizik what's doing? What's Chizik doing right now? What's he like? Is he thinking of me? Boxer yeah. or briefs? <laughs> Does he miss me? <laughs> what's your dream?
2: <laughs> we already went over how much time has actually elapsed in the last episode, and you didn't really know.
0: Yeah, it's been... I think up through episode 15 I was up to something like 3 days.
2: Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was so low. Wow.
0: I mean, because the first handful of episodes it's all you around the the village of Arden. Yeah, it's, it's all right
2: there in the in the uh, um temple yes. or the chapel.
0: It's not until you leave Arden that things begin to start to roll.
2: Begin to start to roll. All right, here's a process question, I guess. Uh-huh. Um so when you're writing these Uh, these bits of legend or poems, whatever, that we come across, um, how how much time do you spend on those? Like, do you just knock those out, or have you had those in mind from the very beginning?
0: I've definitely not had them in mind from the beginning. Basically, process-wise, what I do is I sit down with a notion of this is basically what I want to cover, and this is basically the kind of tone or feel that I want it to have, and then... I basically just write it like that. Uh, So for the last song, for instance, I wanted it to have a very Song of Solomon feel to it. Mm. So that's why you had the interchange between man and and woman. I thought
4: so. With like the feel feel your nose with my perfume. Yeah. yeah. I was was getting a very SOS feel there.
0: And then uh, with the previous ones, you know, I basically like the Desert Sage, I wanted it to have a feel of almost like a Middle Eastern culture. So you had a lot of that dry, barren land feel to it and uh, talking about things that people from that area might focus on, but really going from the concept to the finished product, I don't know, maybe a few minutes to to just churn something out and then there's time spent going back over to make sure it covers what I want it to do, mm-hmm. but that's really the basis of the process. That's impressive. Well, thanks. Um, It's a lot of fun to do. And obviously later I'll be going back and recording the final song like I did with the other songs. I pulled them out specifically and read Mm -hmm. them in a separate special episode. So I'll be doing that with the final song. So if you want to go back and listen, Stackers. Ah, so
2: this was the final song then, huh? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know it was a surprise.
2: You never said this is the last one or anything like that. It just seems like every time we find, (laughs) every every place we go, we find some new Thing Mm. oh oh and by the way this also
0: but wait there's more yes exactly so maybe I'm revealing too much then but uh, (laughs) I didn't think it was a surprise
2: surprise to me I don't know about the other two
0: Uh,
4: we knew I knew it all along
2: I bet you did
0: (laughs) it's certainly in line with the other songs that you've found and so I thought it was just kind of a natural conclusion Hmm. all right well thanks for the questions keep your questions formulating and maybe we'll have future. AMAs that I may or may not be able to answer.
1: Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon.
0: Here we are again, stackers, and thanks for joining us as we continue our fifth edition D&D adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is...
2: Meredith as Tira Ironstag.
0: Michael as Bash Benson Bensonmum. And Thane as Peter Greyhawk. Last time, the party didn't really move from the top of the pyramid, but there was a lot that happened. There was a lot of discussion trying to convince each other that the mission must go on. Peter discovered the final song, and through a process of... Comparing this song with the other three songs that they had already collected, he was able to determine the locations of the eight pillars, the shattered remnants of the gods in the heavens. And that's where we'll pick up on the sun-baked roof of this ancient pyramid. From down below, you hear the faint howl and yelp of Bernard. That's that's Bernard. What?
3: What's going on? What's going on? I'm going to run to the edge and see if I can see down there. Can I see anything?
0: Looking down, you can see you're, looking, you're at the north end of the courtyard of the fortress. You're looking down the slanted steps, the side of the pyramid. You see a green flash as Bernard zips underneath your feet into the darkened recess underneath the pyramid. And then you see a lone figure staggering out. Of the fortress to the south. There's someone down there.
2: Wait, what?
0: Where's Rebek? Is he? That's
2: where Rebek fell. Is that, is that Rebek?
3: I'm gonna start running down the stairs.
0: Okay. How many stairs is there? To do that, you'll need to go down through the rooms. It's smooth sides on the pyramid, but yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, Tira's gonna jump over the edge and slide down the side of the pyramid.
0: Awesome. All right. uh, Give me a an acrobatics check to maintain your balance with a DC of. Really not any higher than that.
2: 12. <laughs> nice. Well, I rolled a 12 plus 2, so 14. Okay.
0: It's a little rocky at first, mm-hmm. but your, your feet, there, there's enough dust coating the outside of the yeah. pyramid that you're, you're sliding down fairly easily. Maybe you're swaying a bit at first.
2: I'm not swinging on my I'm not saying on my feet. It's kinda of thing you like like oh. vault the side and then land on my bomb with one side. foot out. Gotcha. Kind of thing. And I'm kinda of like, like one hand behind me to help you know, what I'm saying kinda of like as a rudder almost. You know, yep. I can picture it. Yep, you're steering. I, your I way can way totally down. picture it. I'm yeah, like, I've got you. And then she just goes.
0: All right. You make it about halfway down. Give me one more to make sure oh, you don't okay. wipe out and just roll the rest of the way.
2: Eighteen.
4: Okay. Peter hesitates and he's gonna follow suit.
0: All right. Tira, you make your way down, you've halfway down the stone cutting kicks in and you realize oh I, I know exactly what I need to mm-hmm. do position myself mm-hmm. you slide the rest of the way with no problem make it down to the bottom and almost do like a little somersault down at the yeah. end and come right up to your feet
2: and uh, sprint backwards through that uh, tunnel
0: okay Peter you're gonna do the same still a DC of 12 mm.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course I rolled a 6 <laughs> and that's a total yes a total 6 yeah <laughs>
2: i'm coming (laughs) i'm coming Um, with you i'm I'm uh, (laughs) coming he rolls down wesley style
0: emboldened yeah exactly emboldened (laughs) by tira's success you decide to do the same thing and your boot catches on an outcropping of stone and you actually pitch forward head first and you you end up doing side rolls all the way down uh you're gonna roll 5d6 I need 1d6.
4: In front of you. Here. Oh. No, I'm going to use his fancy metal die because I'm a cool person. I love the sound. <laughs> Except for right now.
0: 16 points of damage. Ooh. Oof. Yeah, it is not a pretty thing. And Womber Bash, are you looking over the edge at this? No. No, good. Because it's sickening. The sound, there's all this crunching and Eesh. stuff. Uh. He disappears from sight, and then you hear "Oh no!" (laughs) and then a bunch of clanging, (laughs) a bunch of clanging as the armor that he's in just bashes and bangs all the way down. I land on my feet somehow, but my arm is at a ninety-degree angle. (laughs) (laughs) Peter, you hit the bottom, and for just the longest moment, you do not want to move.
4: (laughs) It's like from um, Home Alone, where oh my goodness, where the the first one uh, was it when they like fell off the zip line or whatever. And they're just both lying in the snow. Uh, and then they just turn and look uh, at each other. Yeah, yeah. That, except that I just like turn and look at myself and I deeply reflect on all the decisions that I made in life that
0: led up to this moment. Bash, the way down is going back through the puzzle rooms.
2: <laughs> You're the one that said I'm going to run back down through the whole building. Well,
0: I didn't want to end up like Peter. <laughs> As you head down the ramp, there's a closed door in front of you. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're I, alone because Peter and Tira both went the other way.
0: Basically, you're prevented from going down the ramp into the puzzle rooms. Now, if you want to pick your way down, um, you can do that. It won't be as cinematic as Tira.
3: I'm going to head over to the side of the pyramid and pull a, Pira, uh, a Tira then. <laughs> <laughs> pull a para. <laughs> pull a gonna Pull a Peter. No, no. I'm not going to pull a Peter. What is it? 12? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to pull a Peter, I think. (laughs) What'd you roll? (laughs) I rolled a five. And then, let's see, that would only add a three to it, so eight.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm afraid so.
2: He doesn't fail as spectacularly, though. (laughs) No
0: No one's as good as
4: I am (laughs) at being
0: bad. Is that a 14? Okay you land on Peter's body down at the bottom that soaks up a little bit of the damage that you would have taken. <laughs> and Peter's not too happy with you at the moment. But uh, yeah, as you're extracting yourselves, Tira, you're running into the darkness where, mm-hmm. the, where the statue is in the pyramid.
2: I thought I was down at the base and now... I'm, oh, wait. Okay, that, that statue. Got it. Got yep. it. Sorry. Never mind. Got yeah,
0: that. You're running back up to the platform where you entered the first puzzle room where the statue is and as you head up the steps you notice that there are little newly formed divots in the stone stair in fact there's little pools of green residue in some of the pits in the stone and there's an acrid smell in the air
4: by this point i think Peter's kind of picked his way over yeah stiffly yeah and uh he is examining this green residue with interest and i think he's actually going to like like, scoops him up with his finger. I'm like, not done it, with Terry yet.
0: It's okay. not to mention, it's I'm acid, dude. You make your way up the stairs, and at the top of the stairs, there is a blackened scorch mark, and then the shredded remnants of a little plushie toy.
2: Is that Bernard?
0: It looks like it. Too soon.
2: What happened here? And I'm looking around. Where's, where's that other figure? Do I see? I don't see. That's what I thought I was, I thought I was following.
0: Okay, no, the figure went south out the open gate. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Bernard went under it. Bernard went up the stairs, like trying to get away from the figure into uh. the darkness.
2: Okay, all right, so I'm going to back that up and I'm going to say that Tiro remembers that that's what happened. <laughs> that, that, I went this way to try and discover what happened to Bernard, I guess.
3: I come limping over a little bit. Uh-huh.
2: Bash, you probably shouldn't look at this.
4: <laughs> Is that Bernard?
2: No, no.
0: <laughs> well, Maybe, maybe.
1: Yes. Well,
0: <laughs> how, how much is left? It's just little shreds of almost like a velvety fabric. Can it not be put can it not be sewn back together? No. no? He took the damage and once he's reduced oh, yeah. to zero, he he's gone. Yeah. Until the next dawn.
2: <laughs> he was never gonna live forever, Bash. We need to <laughs> we need to focus.
3: <laughs> Heartless comes to mind. <laughs> Cold. We can't.
2: We can't be distracted by this right now. Where is that other figure? I think he went back the other direction.
3: Yeah, I saw him go like south.
2: Where's Peter? I'm right here. Let's go. <laughs>
0: I'm coming with you. His fingers melting off from <laughs> dipping it in. <laughs> ow, ow! 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 Not good. This is All not right. it. <laughs> All
2: right. I turn back around. I head pell mell the other direction. Okay.
0: Clattering down the stairs. <laughs> you make your way down to the dusty, baked earth of the courtyard. And there you can see little swishes in the dirt from the awkward mm-hmm. movement of the figure as he went out the gate.
2: We've got to be able to catch him. He couldn't have gotten far. Can I see him in the distance?
0: You cannot see him in the distance. He, the, the time it took for all that to happen down below and him starting to head out, uh, he's already gone through the gate. Okay. And presumably he's on the pathway winding down.
2: All right, I head out the gate.
0: And I'm taking it the others are following. I am, okay. yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yes. You make your way to the gate, and you're looking out. Basically, as soon as you step out of the gate, you're enshrouded by the fog again.
2: Mm, I forgot about the fog. Yeah, yeah. The fog
0: is surrounding you immediately. Uh, there's a golden haze at, the, at this height of the fog, but it gets thick very quickly down below.
2: I can't see anything. Can you, can you see anything? Which way did he go?
0: I can't see anything.
2: I'm I, looking. Oh, sorry.
3: I, I'm so exhausted. I can't even use my senses right now.
2: <sighs> we can't stop moving now. I'll look down at the ground and see if I can see which way is uh, well. Uh, we have, have to get out more. of here. We have to
3: get out of here anywhere, anyway. So we might as well just l- go.
2: Yeah, I'm looking down at the ground to see if I see any more of those uh, shuffling footsteps.
0: How about an investigation check with a DC of twelve? It's not hard.
2: 18 plus whatever
0: your rolls are on point tonight there it is there's the step drag marks uh, on the pathway for a little bit but then um, the further down you go the moisture of the fog begins to affect the state of the ground okay and it's just increasingly difficult to see so between the moisture and the fog um, you're really mm. having to slow down to keep up with the prince. Uh, I will say that somewhere off in the distance down below, there's like a low moaning sound.
2: Did you hear that? Yeah. Shh, listen, do you hear it? What is that? I think it's, I think it's Rebeck or... or Whoever that was, I don't know who else it could be.
3: Can you tell
0: from what direction it's coming?
2: I'm going to listen real hard.
0: (laughs) In the fog, it's impossible to tell. The sound starts and it seems to almost be like you're listening to something in stereo where it's drifting from one side to the other in the headphones. Uh, It seems to start down below and then it kind of shifts over here. And it's probably a factor of all the ruins down there, plus the fog that's bouncing the sound around. It's a terrible sound. Let's, let's go. Let's I guess continue. It just, uh, Can you see? Can the you path see?
2: only goes one direction, right? I mean, it's not like it branches off into three right. different forks.
0: This path continues to circle back down the stone hill that you climbed up to get to the Red Fortress right. in the clouds. And down at the bottom, uh, it just opens out into that same ruin-strewn mm-hmm. crater bottom. And then there's a sound almost like leathery wings. And then you see a humanoid form... And shrouded by the fog, flying somewhere overhead, and then the fog just closes around it, and it's gone. What
2: was that? I think he just took off.
0: <sighs>
4: Peter sends off a guiding bolt, more as a knee-jerk reaction than anything mm. else. Mm, good call. I, mean, he, I don't think he was even expecting to hit it, just kind of, that does not look friendly, I'm going to shoot at it.
0: What's the range on it? Uh...
4: Probably not enough to hit it. I, I honestly do doubt that I would hit it at all.
0: That's okay. Uh, go ahead and fire it off and give me a, an attack roll with disadvantage. A 14. That is a miss. Your guiding bolt zips through the fog in the direction of the figure, but it, it falls spectacularly short yeah. of the form before the fog closes in around it.
2: Uh, he got away.
0: It's not our task right
1: now.
2: <sighs> okay. After the kind of adrenaline rush of we're going to get him. Uh, and now we're down at the bottom in this, in this basin full of ruins. And uh, our, our quarry has just sort of has literally taken off and is out of sight. Kind of the excitement of the moment sort of drains out of tear. And she realizes how weary she is.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, I'm exhausted. I, I I don't want to stop here, but as soon as we get out of this crater I, on the other side i i need to I need to get some
0: rest. What time of day is it, by the way? It's it, shortly after noon. Um, all that took place in the space of about an hour, mm-hmm. and it was right at around noon, so maybe one o'clock in the afternoon ish.
3: Well, I think I could definitely take a nap <laughs> yeah. uh. We can't stay down here either. Uh, we can't see anything. So it's too dangerous to stay around here like in a ruin or whatever. We, we need to kind of get out of this crater first over where we first entered, I
0: think. You're standing next to, say, the corner of a building, uh, a former building. And there's, if you wanted to, you could shelter in that. So it would be limited approach and you'd be able to monitor the stuff around you. Or you can go back up the hill if you want.
4: I say we try and get to the northern end of this crater and then just, like, set up camp and just stay there for the
0: rest of the day.
3: I don't like being surrounded by this fog where I can't see anything.
0: Tira resignedly shrugs and nods. Uh, so you're going to head back up? Mm-hmm.
2: I was going to take it a different direction. Oh, but there, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying there's no point in me doing that because they, there's a consensus between the two of them. I was going to take it a totally different way.
3: You can always go into mom mode though and say, "No, we're doing this."
2: <laughs> well, I, what I was gonna do is before you guys started the whole discussion about oh, this is uh, this is dumb or whatever, uh, my thought was uh, the, the the adrenaline rush ends and Tira realizes how weary she is and she stumbles over into the nearest shelter-ish looking thing and faints. Yeah. I have I, I I've never really healed from any of the damage I took during all the last couple of episodes.
0: Womberbash and Peter, you begin to trudge back up the slope on the worn pathway.
2: As she sees them walking away from her, almost, it's almost as if the fog is, cu- is pressing in on the edges of her, of her actual vision, other than just the fog in front of her eyes. And I just, she just kind of says, Guys... And then staggers sideways to the, to the nearest, to the, bu- the corner of the building that we were near, you said, mm-hmm. the ruin, ruin that we were near, and kind of falls against it and slides down, and she's unconscious. She's fainted. Okay.
4: Whoa, Tira just dropped. Peter, Peter rushes over and, ba- and just braces her uh, before she just, like, hits the ground. Mm-hmm. I kick her on her way down. <laughs> <laughs> and then spit
0: on her. That scene from uh, Remote or whatever that Adam Sandler movie was where he he could pause things and he slaps David Hasselhoff around.
3: And he's like, wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so I'm going
4: to lay her gently on the ground. And seeing her wounds, how much damage have you taken?
2: Uh, 16.
4: 16? Oh. Oh, bless.
2: And we've been going and going and going and haven't really stopped to eat or rest or anything. Yeah. It's really more and the
0: wear of
2: Yeah. It's not it's not necessarily the severity of my injuries, but just the intensity of the last twenty four hours.
0: Two levels of exhaustion, let's say.
2: Yes. <laughs> chasing and chasing and running and figuring and thinking and and trying to connect dots and seeing my friend turn into a crystalline statue and then having to try and convince bash to continue with this nonsense when i don't even want to go anymore and then sliding down thinking all right we're gonna now finally have some action i can take and then that is even taken away from me and then that's it it's just
4: well cure wounds it's gonna kind of Spin on both my hands, as is my practice now. And I'm going to press them onto Tira's face. The vines come sprouting out and basically cover your whole head. And then when they shrink away, you have recovered 10 points
3: of health. I'm going to make a fire because it's kind of cold down here now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to make a medium-sized fire, something that's kind of roaring a little bit because of the... Is that going to burn off any any fog within the, the the immediate area for the most part? Given that we're like there's like a, a wall backdrop where the heat can sort of bounce off as well.
0: I'll say that maybe the fog thins a little bit in the immediate area, okay, but okay, but okay. the light seems to thicken the fog just yeah. beyond, let's say, a ten foot radius yeah. of the fire.
4: What fuel are we using for this fire?
0: There are logs that are scattered around, uh, pieces of what maybe parts of the buildings formerly. Uh, it's very damp and so it takes a long time for you to strike a spark that will catch but once you do it seems to be burning normally
3: now um is this like a corner of a building and we're like back up into that all right i'm gonna i'm gonna light three torches Mm -hmm. and put ones on either side of the wall here and then put one out there essentially making a a square, the, the the wall's point is one side and the other three are sort of like a perimeter, so to speak, a gotcha. little bit further outside of the middle fire.
0: Make sure you track your torch use. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, I have, I, I grabbed a, an additional pack, so I think I have like 15 of them or something, but.
2: Well, I've got nine. If you just want to start rummaging yeah, yeah, through yeah, my yeah. stuff, I can do that too.
3: And then I'm gonna, Peter, are you feeling okay?
4: Y- yeah. Well, you look terrible. Peter looks absolutely exhausted. Okay, so we're
3: not going to have a watch then? or
0: You can do whatever you want. If you want to take the first watch, Womber Bash, you can. I really didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Tira's out. Peter is headed out. I can
4: stay up an hour. No. (laughs) I can stay up an hour if you want to get some sleep.
2: I don't know. It almost seems like if all of us are this exhausted that there's not even time to talk about arranging a watch. That everyone yeah. just kind of goes.
0: Bash realizes quickly he's talking to himself. <laughs> um, so if you, what do you want to do? How do you want to handle that? So I mean, Peter, did you already fall out? He's gone. Okay.
3: I'll just I'll try to stay up as as long as I possibly can.
0: All right. I'll say that you sit for maybe twenty minutes. And then the same weariness washes over you. And why don't you go ahead and give me each a constitution check. Whoever rolls highest on a constitution check will be the first to awaken. 14. 10. 11. So Womber Bash, even though you're the last to drop off, you are the first to awaken. And it just feels late in fact the world around you is dark the fire has died down significantly your torches are burned low y- you can tell that there is no sun in the sky anymore it is dark i'm going gr- to i'm
3: going to go out and i'm going to try to find some some logs or sticks that are uh, sort of close by and head back and try to feed feed more of the the fire on the
0: okay while we're at it you all have had the effects of a long rest. It has been eight hours.
3: Oh, Woo. wow! Side points restored. Everything. Hit
0: points restored. Hit dice restored. All that good stuff. Luck points restored. Yep, it's all back.
2: Who You guys can thank me by nominating me at Norse <laughs> Battle because you wanted to, you know, plunge on and start climbing mountains and crud. And I'm I like, I wanted uh, to get to the end know.
4: of the crater and then just like. Yeah, I wanted to do what you did, but just at the end of the crater.
2: What was the big deal about the end of the crater? No one's down here. It's a ruin.
3: Yeah, but remember, there were like these eight people down here before that we we had to fight. we killed them
2: all.
4: (laughs) Wow, I feel like all these numbers are being erased off of me. Man, I feel like so many more possibilities are opening now, for (laughs) crying out
1: loud.
0: (laughs) Well, they definitely are. I can actually...
1: I can
3: fly away right now if I wanted to.
0: (laughs) Peter. Tira, you awaken to the sounds of stirring, and it's almost a comforting sound. Uh, Just the sounds of somebody moving around, shifting things. You hear the clink of metal on metal as maybe a pot hits a buckle or something like that. And then the snap of the tinderbox, the the, the flint and steel, and new heat surges into the small space. you, You just feel better.
2: What happened to me? You fainted. No, I don't faint. Yes, you did. No, I don't.
4: You, you did. You said, guys, and we turned back, and you would look back, and you just slumped against the wall.
2: That's not what happened. That
4: is definitely what happened.
2: No, no, no. It...
3: And it was awesome. You're right. I hit you across the face and knocked you out. <laughs> He didn't even have to <laughs> swing all that hard. <laughs> you have a this glass jaw. This
2: isn't funny, you two. What happened? You fainted. You,
3: you literally just passed out. I passed out? You passed out. You were actually the first one. You said, guys, especially Womber Bash, you're awesome. And then you passed out. <laughs>
4: you said, Peter, I think you're the coolest person ever, and I am nothing. Now, you know that didn't
2: happen. Yeah, I know that's not the truth.
4: <laughs> Rats. Thought I'd try.
3: Well, listen, I feel so much better, but I'm really hungry. Um, you wouldn't oh. happen to have any more of those rice thingies. I
2: gave you my last two. Um,
0: now, you should have rations, if I'm thinking
2: correctly.
0: I, yeah, but it's like MREs. Who yeah, wants to eat It's those leftovers, things? right, yeah.
2: I don't even have anything but rations written down here. Either I forgot to copy it when I re- copied my character sheet, or I ate them all or something. I don't know. Well, I don't know that there's much to eat down the bottom in this crater. It's nighttime. There How are, long are we out?
0: There are mushrooms that are growing along some of the logs and walls.
2: Peter, have a look at these. Do they look edible?
0: Yes. They look good to me.
2: Well, all right, let's break some off and do what we can with them, but I think we should get out of here.
0: You want to give them a name? Are they... They're Smoopsie mushrooms. Are they the funneling Funnel mushrooms. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> that
2: was in a totally I, different part of the world. I, know, I know these. <laughs>
0: the
1: Cotton Yeah, that muggin. is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Schmoopty mushrooms. Yeah, Shmoopsy mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, whatever preparations you want to make, uh, any food that you want to break out.
2: Get out some of your spices there, and let's do what we can with these mushrooms. We I'm need. I'm just going to
0: gonna get... eat them raw. Okay. What <laughs> is wrong with you?
2: Well, that's that'll be even faster. Let's just do that. Let's just right. go.
0: As you break off the crumbly pieces of mushroom, uh, you expose the white interior, and it does not look appetizing. But surprisingly, there's kind of a woody, almost sweet flavor to it. And as you eat it, you find that it seems to be doing a fair job.
2: All right, well, let's douse this fire as fast as possible. I don't want to attract any attention. What can I see?
0: In the fog, not a whole lot.
2: So in the dark, the fog hasn't lifted at all? I mean... Mm-mm.
3: I don't care about the fire. Let's just lave it.
2: Live it? Let's just lave it.
0: Yeah, let's just go. To lave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say yeah. that, really.
0: Okay. Um, so now it becomes a matter of, I want to say, skill checks to try and plot your course First of all, what is your aim? Where are you trying to go? I'm trying north to get... North end of the crater.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to go go out where we came in.
4: Okay, was, then I that... I was going for the north end, but all right. Oh.
0: You came in on the east side. Oh. Because the
4: north end is basically the closest to get us back onto the mainland. But there's a river there, and I thought it might be easier to travel by a river. Let us get a boat. Like, like we, we don't have our boats with us. We can swim down there. Float. Just... Wait, okay, there.
2: stop. What are we trying to do? North Where are we crater. going?
4: North end of the crater.
2: No, no, no. Where are we going?
4: We were trying to get to... Wait, we didn't decide on Kizarro or, or Rindis. No, we
0: decided we on Kazaro. All
2: right, which way is that?
0: It is north. Then east. we're going to the
2: north rim. Let's hit it.
0: Why don't you decide who is going to be the one leading the trek? You want to decide by a roll? I mean, I have the map.
2: You have the map. I have the better dark vision. So once we get out of this fog, I will be better able to see what's coming in front of us. Maybe you should bring up the rear, like to make sure that everything you can see everything in front of you and make sure that all of us are, you know, no one's fallen out or anything. And Bash will feel safer being surrounded. Yes. (laughs) See, let's hit it.
0: With a big grin on his face. Yeah. All right
2: then. He'll feel safe seeing seeing me ahead and knowing that you're behind protecting.
0: Peter, you actually brought up a very good point. Although I think at the scale of the map, you're not going to see appreciable movement. So, Wait, um, what
2: was the good point he brought
0: up? He, he was saying he was going to look at the map
2: oh. and then
0: how you get the splash of color based on where oh, you've been. Yeah. But it's so it's zoomed. gonna
2: be so infinitesimal, Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, that was a good idea, mm-hmm. but it's just not going to work at that scale. Tira, give me a stone cutting check. And let's, let's make sure of how that works <laughs> well, before. Like,
2: that's not on any of these <laughs> little boxes.
0: You're going to make an intelligence history check, and you get to double your proficiency bonus on the check.
2: <laughs> well, that makes it two.
0: <laughs> no, your proficiency bonus. Oh,
2: but I don't have it, Like, it's not a blacked in thing. No matter. Okay. So
0: you add your intelligence score uh-huh. bonus. Plus double your Thank proficiency.
2: Goodness. <laughs> All right.
0: So that's going to be eight?
2: Well, no, because it'll be a, it's a one. Okay, one, so seven. A, so a seven, whatever I get, plus seven. 23.
0: Tira just starts marching forward. I guess looking at the way the, the moss in the foggy area is growing, you can tell this is north.
2: I think we need to go this way. Follow me.
0: All right, you make your way.
2: Come on, Bash, right behind me.
0: About an hour later, give me another check.
2: Not as good. (laughs) Total of 10. Okay. Is that okay?
0: (laughs) You continue to make your way.
2: Wow, okay. Are we out of the fog yet?
0: (laughs) Give me another roll.
2: (sighs) Okay, 17.
0: You realize that you have been veering to the east.
2: Uh, we're heading the wrong direction. I look down, trying to get my bearings.
3: I have an idea. What's your idea? Does anybody have any rope?
2: I have 50 feet of it.
3: Okay, let's bring the rope out. I'm going to, um, use, um...
2: (laughs) You've been waiting for this. I'm going
3: to use use five side points, (laughs) and I'm going to sprout wings, and I'm going to fly up above the fog. And uh, will 50, 50 feet of rope do it?
0: No. Okay. No, the fog reaches higher than uh, that. I have
3: rope in mine and my pack as well. I don't know how long it is, though.
0: It should be 50. Uh, 50? 50 w- is would, the what, what, Would
3: 100 feet do it?
0: 100 might be... You'll still be in the, the wispy part of the fog, but you'll still be kind of up where it's... Does Peter bit... have rope?
4: Do you have rope? I do.
3: Okay. Will 150 feet do it?
0: 150 feet should put you above. Okay, so
3: we'll tie the ends together and you guys, uh, why don't you go ahead and tie it onto your arm or something? Are you
2: wanting to carry us?
3: No, I'm going to be basically flying in a direction and I'll be essentially pulling you in the right direction. But which way is north?
2: <laughs> north mean oh. What, what
3: time of day is it? It's nighttime. Oh, it's nighttime. That's right. Yeah. Um,
2: you know which way is north. You follow the star or whatever.
1: Star. Sh- the, the star.
4: Navigation with
2: Tira. star. You're the one that lives outside. You don't know how to find north?
3: No, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. All right. So Come I'm, on, I'm, man. I'm going sp- to sp- spend five psi points. I hunch over, and I start moaning and groaning because it hurts, my back pops, and all of a sudden things sprout out of each of my shoulder blades, essentially, and it grows, and all of a sudden feathers start to form, and I have full wings, with two hard thrusts, I get up. And you can see it's its a little bit of, of effort to mm-hmm. to pat myself up higher, higher. But eventually, as soon as I get up.
0: I'll say that as you're flapping your wings, the you can see the fog swirling yeah. around the
3: tips. Yeah. And, and I then, can't necessarily hover. So I'm going right. to be moving. So you guys are going to have to try to keep Is up. Is he dragging you, us or well, what's happening? No, you're but,
0: following the rope.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm going to have a hold of the end of it. Okay.
3: All right, so I'm gonna. I I, I look up and I see north, and I'm gonna head in that direction.
0: I I do want you to give me a roll. Um, Give me a nature check, and that's going to help determine whether or not you can determine what north is. And before you say anything, I'm not looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna make it a DC of 15 to figure out which direction north is. Okay.
2: He's taking a luck point. I'm taking a
0: luck point. (laughs) Okay.
3: That is better. Okay, yes it is. That is a 24.
0: You fly up and you come through the clouds. I can just see wisps of cloud trailing down from your wings Mm -hmm. as you come up, and it's moonlight above. So I can just see Mm -hmm. this dark shape coming up out of the fog from a distant view. Yeah. As you come up, there's a moment where you're just kind of frozen at the height of your flight. And then you begin to circle around and you're looking, looking. And at first you think you've got it, but then no, no, this is the way. And you begin flying north.
3: Now, as a, how far are we from the rim of this part of the northern part of this crater? What's from where you there? came
0: up, you're not, you're maybe about a third of the way. To and the rim.
3: Is it a gradual up or is this north where we are we hitting a cliff? What what's it like? What's it like for them going to to come up here?
0: You flew straight up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so from where you are basically above Tira yeah. and Peter, looking forward it looks like it might be a, about the same as it was coming down. Okay,
3: okay. All right, so not
0: too
2: bad. Yeah, I've always been imagining it as just like this round, like a basin Yeah, the outsides of the crater
0: are definitely steep, but the inside is much... Mm -hmm. Are there any trees around the rim there? No. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to
3: continue flying in that direction until I reach the rim.
2: All right, we are trotting along.
0: With steady beats of your wings, you make your way north. Tira, you feel...
2: I feel a tug, right? Yeah,
0: exactly, a tug, and suddenly the rope is moving away from you. You're holding on to yeah. it, but it's it's pulling away oh, from you.
2: I, I think he found it. I think he figured it out. Peter, follow me. Stay close behind. I have no idea how fast this is going to go.
0: You fly for a minute, two minutes, having three hemp ropes tied together. That's that's a lot of weight mm-hmm. dangling down. So you're flying slower than you would like. you you feel yourself you're having to pull against that, and then of course you have Tira holding on too. So she. It, We know how much she weighs. (laughs) 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 Unintentionally, she's kind of pulling back on the rope, too. Mm -hmm. And she's having to thread around stuff down below. Mm -hmm, That you're not
2: having to worry with.
0: Exactly. So it's a much slower process than you would like. So you make maybe uh, several hundred yards. And then, Tira, the ground begins to dip very sharply downward.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: As you take a step forward, a feeling of cold comes over you.
2: Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't right. This isn't right. We, shouldn't we be going up? Peter! Do my feet leave? Yeah. my feet leave? <laughs> You've been walking this whole time. I've
0: been sleepwalking this whole yeah, time. Yeah,
2: Do my feet leave the ground?
0: No, your feet don't leave the ground, but you can sense mm-hmm. the slope. It's coming down very quickly.
2: This isn't right. We should be going up. <sighs>
0: There is a rumbling sound that seems to be coming from all around you.
2: Uh, what's that? Do you hear that, Peter?
0: Oh, I hear it. Do it's I a, hear it? I'm gonna, no, you you're, you're, do. Okay. Oh, he can hear you it. Do. He's yes. 150 feet above us. It is a deep, rumbling, bassy sound that seems to penetrate your very bones. <sighs> and then something comes hurtling at you out of the fog. Nobody. Oh, buddy. Bernard's cousins, they want vengeance. <laughs> Does a 21 hit you? Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> my armor class has not changed since I know, day one.
0: I know. That was just for effect. Uh-huh. A furry body slams into you and give me a strength check to see if you can hold on to the rope. You gross a furry. Yeah,
2: great. <laughs> Hang on, but <laughs> oh, strength, strength is my big old thing. Because I have both things blacked in.
0: Okay, so you add so your add bonus and your proficiency. Okay. Yeah.
2: So it's a total of 12.
0: Okay, the rope slips from your fingers, <laughs> Lumberbatch. Suddenly you feel the rope Light, like lighten. The tension, yeah. yeah. And you, you actually pop up about a foot or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you realize that Tira may have let go of the rope down below. Tira? You take 14 points of damage as the body slams into you. Not only are you covered in something sticky and wet, but there's a a stench that hits you as this thing hits you. All right. Looking down at your feet, you see the still body of a dead ape.
2: Wait, a dead ape? Yes. Is that what flew at me?
0: Apparently so. But so the,
2: something threw the dead ape.
0: The rumbling sound has stopped.
2: Okay, so... There is
0: a very still, expectant feeling in the air.
2: I do not like this. I pull out my axe. Tira, are you uh, hanging out? Do you have the rope? Can I hear him?
0: Yes. It's distant, but you okay. can... He's only 150 feet above you. It's like, uh, like standing at the half field mark on a football field and yelling.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess so. so. the
0: sound does, it, it is being mixed around because of the fog, mm-hmm. but you can still hear it.
2: I was the one holding it. Yeah. Um,
0: I thought I said to tie it onto the arm.
2: I was just holding on to the end.
0: She doesn't listen so good. No. <laughs>
2: I'll do what I want to do. You can't tell do. me what
0: to do. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. No, Bash, I let go. Something hit me. Can Get you, down.
0: Can Get you see t- the rope?
2: Can I? <laughs> I'm thinking uh, no. But. You
0: have dipped back down, but I'm going to say you've drifted just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're maintaining mm-hmm. your position, so the rope may be close, but you can't see I it. I can't see it, yeah. yeah.
2: I, no, I don't, I, I don't see it. I, something, something is very wrong down here.
4: Peter has his mace. No, his not his mace. Whew. thing is, I can't just swoop down there. I, I could hit the ground. I, I can't see. They come down gently. I also have my katana out, and I am basically standing back-to-back with Tira.
2: Yeah, I have my axe out. I
3: have two side points I'm going to spend, and I'm going to have tough hide. And I'm going to come down slowly.
0: That's what you hear coming at you through the fog. Oh no, rabid chainsaws. (laughs) (laughs) Tira bares her
2: teeth and grips her axe a little tighter.
0: Let's roll for initiative.
2: Ten.
0: Twelve. Fourteen. Neatly. Sixteen. Neatly done. <laughs> Eighteen. Peter, then Bash, then Tira. Am I getting that right? Mm-hmm. Do I see our target? It's my turn first. Oh. <laughs> I got a 17 plus.
2: Oh, you messed it up.
0: <laughs> of course. That is what I live to do. hmm Looming out of the fog. It's just like suddenly the fog goes black. In in front of you, but from the ground up, it just goes black. As though something massive is moving in the fog. And then you hear a whooshing sound, Tira. Yes. <laughs> something barely misses you. Uh, what is your armor class?
2: 16.
0: Okay. You feel the breeze as something large washes right by you. But the second time, like on the way back... It connects with you firmly.
2: Oof. That's not a good face for the DM to make. His eyes just got big as saucers.
0: 29 points of damage. Uh You go flying sideways and into a pile like a stone ruined wall. Peter, it's just as though something invisible has picked Tira up and just thrown her straight sideways. That, Tira. Is, that is what you see. It is your turn.
4: Uh, okay. Um, guiding Bolt at the blackness.
0: Okay. It's kind of easy to do that. <laughs> I really hope you connect with it, too. I really don't. It's an eight total. Okay. Well, I can still play this. The greenish-turquoise-ish color... Forms in front of you, the energy gathers, and then shoots straight forward in a bolt. And basically, it disappears into the fog, but under the archway of a giant set of furry legs. Womberbash, uh, uh, it is your turn. Up above, you can, you can hear a solid thump that resonates throughout the, ca- the, the crater. <laughs>
3: <laughs> can I see any stirring of the fog where I might be? A, there might be a general direction of where this creature is if it's that big.
0: Generally, yeah, you can see a, a dark circle below you, and then there's a brief moment of turquoise illumination, and so that kind of gives you an idea of where you need to go.
3: I am going to um, tuck my wings back as if like a hawk is mm-hmm. diving, Scraw! and I'm going to come straight forward at it with my um, fists. Good. And I'm going to um, try to just come right down on top of it with both of my fists. And I'm going to spend um, six side points for boot strike if I hit it. Okay. Okay. Bring it. Luck point.
1: (laughs) That's two.
0: 21. That is a hit. I sure hope it is. What would you have gotten on your first one? Nine. Okay.
3: Just curious. All right. And so with my fist, that's only going to be a D4, but then I'll add um, six of these for brute strike. Wow. 27 points of damage.
0: That's a good hit. Your fists lead the way, and you've channeled your energy. You can almost see a glow surrounding your fists. Do you want to describe that at all?
3: Basically... I'm drawing my, my strength from my um, starstone, which is on my um, your leather wrist. Yeah, band. my leather wrist thing. So it, it's sort of you could see it sort of like almost like a fluid feeding my fist. But you can see as I'm coming down that fast, driplets of it are essentially coming off of my off of, of my my fists, and I just come straight down and I hit it. Where on top of its head? On its back? Uh, I don't know. You
0: fly directly it's hard to tell where you're hitting it, but you hit it.
3: So ba- and so, basically after I hit it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit it, but then the impact's going to send me back, but I'm going to b- basically do a backflip and land down on my knees back onto the ground, basically with Sweet. a-
0: Sweet. Yep. Your wings are still flared yes. out in the fog. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. Tira.
2: Oh, really kind of shake my head to clear it as I kind of push myself up off the wall that I just smacked into. Uh Uh-huh. And after everything we've just been through and everything that we have to look forward to all of a sudden and this big old, this is the biggest monster I think we've, like size-wise, that we've come up against, Tiara goes straight into a rage. Great. Eyes practically glowing red. And so, Axe had never, I never dropped my (laughs) Axe. I don't care how hard I'm hit unless you kill me. And even then, I might not. Rigor so mortis Axis, set in early. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. instant rigor mortis. Um, and so I just kind of shake my face. Shake my face. Shake my head.
0: Shake your booty? Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> shake no, my head and uh, narrow my eyes and just bare my teeth and run forward. Can I see it? I mean, I can still, I still have the, the black shape to go towards. Yeah, that's I what guess. you're heading for. All right. And I'm just going to kind of take a... How far away am I?
0: Uh, I'll say... I mean, through me. 20 feet.
2: All right. So I have some room to kind of run and yep. then leap.
0: Yeah. You can make it there in this turn. Yeah.
2: So. But I mean, I want to know if I had room to run. Yep. Or if I was like right in front of it. Yep. All right. So I get back up off the wall, get my axe in hand and take a running start at it. And then as I get close, I'm going to jump and hack.
0: All right. I can see you vaulting and then I just see you poised mm-hmm. in the air with your legs together yeah. mm-hmm. and the axe behind you and the yep. arc and you just bring it down. Go and... for it.
2: And <laughs> this better work.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> she rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> and you said this better work.
2: I jinxed it. I don't have any inspiration. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Hey, them's the breaks.
0: Tira, you plant your foot to vault forward, and you must have hit a a slick spot because you just go sprawling forward. Your axe breaks. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs)
2: Break my neck, but do not break the axe.
0: (laughs) I like that quote. Uh, You fall forward. And you just skid almost like you're, you're pushing the dirt in front of you as you skid. You were putting a lot of effort into that.
2: I think like my nose should break or something. I should be bleeding. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Your if nose, I fall on my face you that feel hard.
0: Like, you feel a crunch as your nose hits the ground. Uh, there's a stone sticking out. And you just feel it go sideways mm-hmm. on your face. There's blood streaming down your face, mm-hmm. covering your beard. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, okay. That was a little bit uncalled for.
4: Yeah. Nose breakage. Blood flow, I'm cool with. A woman with beards, nope.
3: <laughs> she is a dwarf.
0: Uh, yeah, the, the blood is just dripping down onto your, your formerly mint green shirt.
2: I thought I was back in my regular role. Uh, I'm not wearing the mint green shirt anymore. The blood
0: is dripping down on your tunic.
2: <laughs> Whatever I'm in, mean, I forget.
0: And you're lying on the ground, just getting more and more mad. So you've taken, let's give you... Um,
2: yeah, I got my damage. Grief.
0: One point of damage.
2: Are you serious?
0: You didn't hit your target, so that's a penalty, and then I rolled a d4 for your damage for hitting the ground. She literally broke Lucked her nose.
2: out big time. Yeah. All
0: right, back to me.
2: That doesn't end my rage, though, does it?
0: No, you took damage this turn. Okay.
4: Because I it was about to immediately go into a second range. Which I
2: can do.
0: Womberbash, as you... Execute your backwards flip into the landing with your wings flared. A shape comes hurtling toward you.
2: Oh my, <laughs> this is not good, you guys. This is not good.
0: Another furry body hits you. And you take 37 Points of damage.
3: I spend five points, and I had sudden shift. In a reaction, you are hit by an attack. You shift down to a minute size to avoid the attack. The attack misses, and you can move up to five feet without provoking opportunity attacks before returning to normal size.
0: The shape hurtles at you from the fog, and almost as a preternatural sense, mm-hmm. before you can even think, the music just hits you like a big surge, and all of a sudden the grass is... All around you, there is a heavy thud from behind you as the body slams into the ground with a wet splat. Do I get any opportunity? No, no, you were not in hand-to-hand combat. Right. You do shift five feet. Which way?
3: Uh, Just to the side.
0: (laughs) Okay. I didn't know if you were going to head toward. Oh no, no. Okay. Yeah, you shift to the side in the grass, and I guess you pop back to your normal shape. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that was close. Yes. Good job. Good call. Yeah. I rolled a lot of sixes on that. (laughs) (laughs) Peter, it is your turn. All right. Guiding Bolt, once again,
4: I'm not using you. I don't like you. I'm using you. I like you.
0: That's an 18. The Bolt streaks from you this time, and it hits directly. Go ahead and roll damage. 13. The bolt strikes, and then a glowing rim surrounds the body. It must be at least 30 feet tall. Framed inside the turquoise glow are wide shoulders and a large round head. The thing screams with rage, and wombabash, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to
3: look at that big, huge beast that yeah. I hit first, and I'm you... going to do Mind Thrust, and it must, uh, say, it must uh, save on an intelligence saving throw.
0: Okay, normally you would get advantage, so I'll do this roll at disadvantage.
3: Uh, no, I'm hitting it. Oh, you have to do an intelligence saving throw? I have throw? to, right.
0: Oh, okay. So okay. I'm going to do the intelligence what's the, saving what, what,
3: what's throw. What's the number you have to beat? I don't
0: know. Yeah, um, I rolled a 20. What? And I rolled a 12. Okay, so you get the 12. (laughs) Disadvantage.
3: Yes! I was like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Disadvantage takes that.
3: All right, so you get 2d10 um, psychic damage here. So let's see. The highest rolls possible. Max! (laughs) (laughs)
0: 11. Ooh. The turquoise glow around the body shows the arm swinging up and grasping the side of its head as your mind thrust takes effect. Another scream rings out eerily in the fog, and then the nimbus around the figure dissipates, but you can still see that dark shape looming in the fog. What I was going
3: to say is um, when, when, he, when that starts to scream, because it's mind, it's not like it's, it can be an instant, once I hear him scream, I'm just going to be like, Aah! and just, and actually, um, uh, veins around my, my head pop out a little bit, as the mind thrust just goes forward to hit him with
0: the. Nice. Okay. Good. Love the flavor. Next is Me? Tira. Yep.
2: Okay. So, infuriated even further by my spectacular fail and almost not even noticing the broken nose and the blood pouring down my face and, and, and everywhere. Just gonna almost kind of do like the cartoon bull thing with a.
1: With <laughs> Stamping your feet. feet. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and, uh, Head back toward that dark shape with the big X, the fancy axe flying. All right, so that's 13. That is a
0: hit. Right. Yes. You weave your way through piles of broken stone just as you think you're about to lose this figure. You see a shaggy leg standing there, planted like a pillar. In fact, you almost mistake it for a pillar at first. The smell rolling off the thing because I think you're the first one to actually come into hand-to-hand yeah. combat range, it's rank. It's just like wet dog smell times 50. It's, like it's horrible. Like dead? No.
2: I mean, like undead.
0: It's not a rotting smell or anything like that. It's just heavy, heavy animal smell.
2: All right. Uh <sighs> Well, that's a total of eight.
0: What did you roll? A, a one.
2: Because I got rage damage plus the regular damage.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you hit, yeah. your, your axe cuts into the hide, but it's a really thick, tough hide. And uh, the matted fur underneath the blade really helps to turn the blade. And yeah. so it doesn't do as much damage as you would have thought with all uh-huh. the effort you put into it. Ugh. But that's just making your blood boil. yeah. It feels the bite of your axe, and it swings down with two fists. It's almost like side by side. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: It's just coming okay. right down on top of you. First one is a three that I rolled. The second one is a 20. Oof.
2: So one hand hits me, I guess. Yeah, one
0: hand. But it's half damage, so.
2: Yeah, well...
0: So, the first roll is going to be a total of 10 points of damage for you. That's including the half damage.
2: Why are you rolling twice?
0: Critical. Yeah, because
2: of oh, oh, you rolled the you natural 20. Uh huh.
0: The second one is going to be another 12 points of damage. <sighs> so, the first fist just crunches down into the ground to your left. The second fist comes right down on top of your head, and you can feel yourself shake as the fist slams straight down on top of you like a hammer on a nail.
2: Man, oh man.
0: Peter, it is your turn.
4: Alrighty. (laughs) I see this hit that Tira takes, and I have one fourth level spell slot, and I can cast Cure Wounds at higher levels, so what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to shift around over to where Tira is, Lay my hands on her and heal her with a 4th level cure wounds. So that is 4d8 plus plus. I will take it because I'm nice. down,
2: down, down to 35 right now.
0: Vines erupt from the ground. I mean, normally they just kind of crawl out of the ground and cover the person that you're healing. Now they just thrust out of the ground like hands reaching up quickly and they just wrap around her and Tira, warmth floods through you as the healing mm. takes effect. For four points of healing, because you get to add your twenty points of health. Nice. Yeah, you get to add your cleric domain, right?
4: Uh oh oh oh. (laughs) Okay, so
0: that's (laughs) twenty plus. Say twenty-six, actually. Great. Okay. Oh, because your axe hit, your mother has also issued out. Ah. And now you can see her actually running up the leg, the other leg, the one that you didn't hit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she disappears. You can see the greenish glow, and then you can hear her yelling insults at this thing. And so basically- In Dwarvish. Yes, exactly. Yes. Rock, rock, stone, boulder, <laughs> diamond. Sandstone. <laughs> <laughs> Gravel. <laughs> yeah, great. Good job, Peter. Can you take any other actions or bonus actions? Not really. Okay. Wamberbash, it is your turn again.
3: All right. I'm going to look again at that huge creature, and this time I'm going to open up my mouth and breathe fire energy beam toward it. Um, You have to save on a dexterity saving throw. You have to save on a um, 18.
0: I rolled an 18, so I'm going to take half damage. Okay.
3: Seven.
0: That's good. That's half damage. Yes. It was 14. The fire lances out from you. Most of it passes to the side of the creature, but some of it does splash onto it, and you can see the fur beginning to singe there. And Tira, that smell is just Mm -hmm. intensifying. (laughs) So they're hitting it with all the ranged attacks where it's safer, and you're You're right right there. But you can feel the heat of that fire as it comes rushing by you. You can almost feel some of your hair kind of curling in the heat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, Tier Eight is your turn.
2: Oh, all right. I guess I'm just gonna get back up and keep hack. I mean, there's that's all I can do. Yeah, that's all I have. All right, back up at it. Was I down? I guess because I well, he just healed me. Oh, feeling a renewed sense of, I mean. I'm raging, so I honestly, I don't know how much I notice what's happening to That's me. That's up to you. I, I, I kind of feel like that while I'm still in the rage, I, I may take all this damage and things, like that, but I don't really, I don't notice it. I don't think about it. I don't register it. The way I'm,
0: the, the way I'm thinking of it uh-huh. is kind of like a football player on the sidelines. You have the guy that comes and squirts the water into your mouth, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. um, okay, um, I'm, I'm on to yeah, the next yeah. play. Yeah.
2: But um, but what I'm talking, what, what I mean is like I don't. I don't feel like I, I register damage or healing, either one. When the, when the battle is over and the rage subsides, if I've taken tons of damage, then I would be like, Whoa, I don't feel good. But during the rage, I don't think I register yep. ups or downs, That's really. Right. Okay. So I just kind of do a thing where- Without, without even I flip a thank the axe you. So the once to the handle. Yeah, exactly. Without even a sideways glance at Peter- I just kind of take, pick my axe, flip it halfway so that the handle end is back in my hand, and I head straight for that uh, burning tree trunk of a leg.
0: You can thank me later.
4: Oh,
2: all right. It's a ten.
0: That's a miss. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. it's the smell that's making you gag. Yeah. But you just don't connect on this one.
2: So that, doesn't that end my rage? You've taken damage
0: is. as long as you take damage in a round.:
2: Oh, okay, not necessarily my turn.:
0: Ordeal damage. The creature up above looms down, and now you can see a very ape-like face. This is a giant ape. And the teeth, the yellow tusks are bared, and the fetid breath washes over you. And it's going to take another swing at you.:
2: <laughs> I, I rolled it. a one. Oh, okay.
0: And then a very low roll also, so they both miss. The fire, your attack underneath it, uh, and maybe your mother, serving Mm -hmm. as a distraction, Mm -hmm. are all helping to distract it right now. All right, Peter, what are you going to do? Divine smite.
4: Not really, though. (laughs) Not this time. (laughs)
0: Okay, your
4: sword whiffs. Womberbash.
3: I reach behind my back and grab my Panabas out. Yes! And I'm going to wield this double-handed. And I'm going to come at this creature. And I hope I hit it. And if I hit it, then I'll let you know what I'm going to do with that Epinobas.
0: <laughs> Your rolls tonight are
1: just... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that
3: a hit? It's a hit. It's on a nat 20, but it's 22.
0: Okay, that's a great hit. Go. All right,
3: I'm going to do Lethal Strike with it, which my Panabas is 1d10, but I get to add six side points, and I'm going to add six additional... One, two, three, four, five, six d10s to it. Stop.
4: Just stop.
3: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Dude. 30
0: points of damage. (sighs) That hurts. I'm going to say you chop into the other leg. And this time, you must have connected with Sinyu or something, because <laughs> mm,
1: yes, there
0: is an intense roar of pain and anger, and now the thing shifts its attention to you, Lomberbash. Tira, it is your turn.
2: Oh, okay. Um, double-handed, I'm going to bring this X over my head and try and just chomp down in his gut.
0: Okay. Um,
2: Do I reach this gut? <laughs>
0: It's 30 feet tall.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I no, don't you just got...
0: Uh Now, you could swing for the back of the leg or even try and climb up and maybe. <laughs> that could be pretty cool.
2: <laughs> climb the leg. Uh,
0: whatever you want to do.
2: Uh, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Okay, I'm going to try something if it works. I'm, I'm just, right now, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go one handed on the axe at the guy, at the ape, with, uh, towards the leg I've been, I've been hacking at.
0: Would you give me a roll?
2: I tried. I mean, it's like going along and stuff. That
4: was a seven. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, that's better than what I rolled a second ago. Mm. It's a total of 10, which is not a hit.
0: Nope. Your mom starts turning her insults to you. No kidding. (laughs) You're no daughter of mine. You hit like a girl. (laughs) Womberbash, the beast, like I said, shifts its attention to you and begins to swing at you. Yikes, that's terrible. Uh, I rolled a four and a six. So let me... What is your armor class? 18. Yeah, nope. Both of them miss. They thud into the ground, and you are supremely glad that they missed. I am aware that it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Highly aware. Okay. There are now two huge divots on either side of here. (laughs) All right, Peter, back to you. All right. Now would somebody just connect, please?
2: <laughs> I banished
4: <bet laughs> oh, him. Hey, Michael did. <laughs>
0: yeah, he did.
4: Tentative divine smite. <laughs> not this time again. <laughs> divine smite shall prevail one day, but that is not today. Bash.
2: All right. <laughs> I was I'm, like, let's just move on. <laughs> I'm going
3: to, um, I'm going to mind thrust him again. Please, uh, save on an intelligence saving throw. Oh, you want me to. Um, uh,
0: 19. Why does it change?
3: Well, uh, because uh, the one is dexterity, so it was a plus three. My intelligence is the highest, so it's plus four.
0: Your target number is on your second page. That is always the number. That is always the number. I thought,
3: according to that thing, I add my modifier to it.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that you keep changing your score, and I'm like, that's not the way. So uh, discipline save DC is 8. Plus your proficiency bonus, which is what for intelligence?
4: It is four.
0: So that's 12, plus your intelligence modifier.
4: Wait, plus,
0: plus proficiency bonus. is a three, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it, proficiency bonus and intelligence modifier is what?
3: Three and four. So, so that's- seven
0: plus eight is 15. So that is correct.
3: Okay, that is correct.
0: Okay. Um, so I'm saving versus 15 okay, okay. all the time. That doesn't change. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it hits for full damage. Okay. I rolled a four. 17 points of damage. Yowza. Again, the hands clasp to the sides of the head, and it rocks backward on its legs.
3: I mean, are we, are we hurting it? Or are
2: <laughs> I like don't know. The... <laughs> it doesn't seem like it.
0: Tira, it is your turn.
2: Ah, two-handed axe. What? What did you roll? Another it's, two. It's going on twos That's all all the time. I'm getting is twos every time. So then it's total of 10, to, which does not hit.
4: Use your other d20. Why did you let the dungeon master?
2: Well, that was an 11 plus 8, 19, but that doesn't count.
0: Okay, next time. All right, the thing is still going after you because you are dealing a ton of damage to it, Womber Bass. Unlike dear. Right. It's attacking at disadvantage because mm-hmm. um, because of, of mom. Tira's mom. So that's a miss. And that is going to be a hit. I rolled an 11, and then the bonuses take it to your armor class and above.
3: I'm going to do sudden shift. Save you, the, save you
0: the trouble. Okay. The fist swings toward you the second one. It almost faints with the first fist, and mm-hmm. the second one comes in low, expecting you to duck. And you do, but you duck and then shrink backwards. And... Again, you almost feel like you're sucked into the wake of that swing from the fist, so it misses you. Good job. Peter, back to you.
2: (laughs) Don't roll on your paper.
4: Thunder smite, question mark. Okay. That's better. That should hit. That's better. That's an 18. At least I think so.
0: Your katana hits, and as it does, the thunder rolls out of your weapon and envelops the lower part of the body of this creature.
4: This is Divine Smite, sorry, not Thunder Smite.
0: Okay, then let's back that up. Your katana hits, and then they... You want to say turquoise again? Yeah, sure. A turquoise haze spreads over the area where you hit with your sword, and it's almost like it spreads from the point of your impact.
4: Kind of ripples over the beast and... There's a sound of a gong, and at the place where my sword made contact, the symbol of a sham appears hazy Sweet. for a second. The mortar and pestle. Great. 18 points of damage.
0: Uh, sorry.
4: 20 points of damage.
0: Divine smite is no joke.
4: 2d8 extra
0: damage. Death Q. Very. Lombard Bash, it is your turn again. You're almost kind of looking around like. Oh, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> that was close, friend. Let's, uh,
3: let's try my Panabas again. You're
0: going to go for a whirling blade strike? Yeah. <laughs> 14. That is a hit. Excellent. And this is just a regular hit? Uh, I'm gonna, also going to do lethal strike with this one as well. Okay. You're burning through those points again. I know. You uh,
2: just got all your points back, and then you're like, whatever.
0: Hey, there is- Drifty his, Spender. woo payday. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. The rest
0: of the pay period. 30, 23, 30, 30, um, 37.
3: Wow. And plus eight. 37 plus eight. 45. What? Yeah. Because this is a 10. <sighs> uh, this is an eight. Yeah. Um, and then 14. And then the other one was five. And yeah. So what was it? 37 plus eight? 45.
4: 45 points of damage. Oh, my.
0: <clears throat> wow. <laughs> you dart in between the legs From where you are, you swing your sword. Where am I? (laughs) The blade whistles past the first leg, which has just stepped back, and you connect on the interior of the second leg, right across the femoral artery. A splash of blood sprays across you. Yes. There is a bellow... That echoes throughout the entire crater. It almost seems to lift toward a scream at the end, and then the creature topples sideways, landing with a crash on the ground. And then silence reigns in this hollow. You've killed a giant ape, and I think that is going to be <laughs> fine for ending this episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep going. No,
2: I'm done. I don't like it when I don't fight blood. <laughs>
0: Tira had an abysmal day. <sighs> your mom reluctantly disappears into your axe. Yeah. She <laughs> I don't even want to go back into this. Shamefully, yeah, like shamefacedly <laughs> skulks
2: back into the thing.
0: Don't want to come back into an unblooded axe.
2: <sighs> the only cool thing I did this entire episode was slide down the side of the pyramid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, that seems like an age ago.
2: No joke. Was that even this episode? Yeah, yeah. it was. Okay.
0: Wow. That was wow. my that was my shining moment. Yeah, boy, oh boy!
3: I have uh, ten side points left. <laughs> now, he was 29. I was twenty nine. I will tell why. you
0: that this was a challenge rating seven creature. Ooh! So basically, it was perfectly tuned for your party level. So it was intended to be very challenging for you, and I think we saw that. Yes. Unfortunately, it wasn't challenging for the right reasons because <laughs> yeah. Tira's rolls were
1: terrible. <laughs>
0: So the, uh, the end result is you get five experience points each for the ape.
2: I just by association because I was there.
0: You get experience because you, <laughs> you saw how the others did and you yeah. are hopefully learning from your mistakes. Don't trip and break <laughs> <Shh>. your nose. <sighs> Don't speak. Yeah. All right. So um, additionally, I want to give Wamberbash. Bash. I'm going to give you two experience points plus inspiration. I should have done that at the time. I didn't think of it for thinking of the rope flying above the fog and using the rope. And I will give Tira one for basically forcing an extended rest because this would have been a terrible fight. Oh, no kidding. It would have been
3: impossible. We would, have died. I would yeah. have died. I would have died. Yeah. I would have died.
1: Yeah.
0: And
4: let's hear the Norse battle. Tira for the idea to slide down the pyramid.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. No, oh, I'm serious. I'm serious. You know, I, uh, yeah. Why don't I give you inspiration for that too Yay! and give you an experience point? I should have done, I need to be more mindful of inspiration worthy things at the mm-hmm. time. So yeah. if it seems like something cool to you and I haven't responded, just give me a nod or something and I'll consider it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doesn't mean I actually do it. Yeah, right? um, uh, I mean, Womber Bash really did the most <laughs> in this, yeah, this episode. This is, this is the Womber Bash show. Yeah. Um, but of course he, I mean he got a lot of the benefit in game as far as being the one to take down the ape and everything mm-hmm. and you already gave him points for the idea with the rope right um, uh, There wasn't a
0: whole lot of role playing but yeah. yeah yeah okay it was just fight. So I think we're good there. yeah, I think we're good. So let's go ahead and hear a recap.
2: All right, Tira is 60 points into level seven.
3: Bash is 62 points into level 7 Uh huh.
4: Peter Greyhawk is 64 points into level 7
0: Alright, 60, 62, 64 <laughs> So you're keeping that done. symmetry yeah. yeah, exactly, good job I wanted it to be a big fight This is going to be a longer episode uh, But just in time for Halloween
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So a big monster fight, kind of a King Kong fight Is what I yeah. was going for Happy Halloween, stackers Hopefully your day will be full of treats And not tricks unless you are the perpetrator of the tricks in which case trick on. Happy Halloween and uh, I guess we'll see you here again next time at stack of dice. <laughs> Great, I love it thing. All right Michael, battlebards.
3: <laughs> hey, do you like noises? I like noises. I especially love the noises that are put into these podcasts. These special noises are noises that you can buy. Snoises. Snoises.
1: <laughs> With the snoises.
3: <laughs> oh. Snoisages. Oh,
2: you can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. You can check out our wiki at vartalon.fandom.com com sorry vartalon.fandom.com that's
1: it say it in a downward so
2: yeah, yeah yeah okay and check out our wiki at vartalon.fandom.com
3: you, you should you should keep the one where it's on up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just to drive people crazy
3: also join us on vartalon.fandom.com
1: <laughs> <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs>